0: The Interplanetary Podcast. The exploration of space for the benefit of all mankind. Your hosts, here in London, Matthew Russell and Jamie Frank. So, uh, welcome to the Interplanetary Podcast. Uh, we have Gerhard from the European Space, Space Agency. Agency yeah. And you were the head scientist, is that correct?
1: Well, I was the project scientist for Rosetta f- until 2006. And I started right from the beginning as study scientist. But I became mission manager just after launch. Yeah. And then usually you should uh, separate these two jobs again. <laughs> So and I was project scientist till uh, 2006, as I said, and then mission manager from 2004, just after the launch till 2013. That was close to my retirement, and uh, I've, I've been involved in the mission for a very long time and still follow it.
0: So you consider it your baby? It's
1: a- I, con- yeah, some people believe it's my baby, but <laughs> you can't say that because it's a. It's something, you know, where a lot of people work with it. You know, from ESA we have to have a project scientist, but there were a group of scientists who started to work with that, who had the ideas, and there's big luck that you can, so to say, come in a position when you're at ESA.
0: What sort of year did the original project seeds, the first kind of, let's build a uh, spacecraft to chase down a comet?
1: Now, this goes way back, but for ESA it came about when in, uh, in 1983, 1984, you know, the Horizon 2000, this long-term programme, was uh, initialised and uh, the director wanted to give the Europeans a chance to build also very ambitious big projects that could put a mark so to say in the history of planetary exploration astronomy and that this was a time when you had then got Cluster and Soho, and you got XMM and you got Herschel Infrared Space Observatory and one of the cornerstones and that two of our prominent scientists that were Johannes Geis, a professor from Bern, who was very famous, and Hugo Festig, very famous cosmochemists, and they saw this is the, the the great chance for Europe to to go to a primitive body and get a sample back. So that was actually the idea to do something like this was in the uh, end of 84 and in 85 we had a study team and then uh, with a few scientists, we then made a proposal to, to ESA, to the uh, Solar System Working Group, that this should be the planetary cornerstone to go to a comet and bring a sample back. So this idea is... so then, And we got... Uh, it was approved and we could start on see if it's feasible, what you could do. And, you know, the comet nuclear sample return didn't come about, it was together with NASA, but... Uh, in '89, '90, NASA had to pull out. That was after the Challenger uh, accident. All this, uh, there were a lot of problems with their budget, and, and ESA was sitting there. Now, you know, we wanted to have a comet nuclear sample return, which we couldn't do alone. Too complicated. A lot of people said, "You are crazy. You know, it's not feasible, and Europe can't do it. It will be too expensive." And then we we looked what we could do, uh, what could be done in Europe to be a cornerstone, which is also worthwhile to do. You know, scientifically challenging and uh, really interesting and then we had the idea a big science t- team of scientists working on that that we should go to a comet in a comet rendezvous and perhaps with a lender and uh, this was done in the early 90s and then in 93 this mission was approved at the third cornerstone the mission as we have it uh, today which is close to its end uh, still a long time ago 90, yeah, <laughs> in the I mean, early 90s instruments were built and then uh, finally launched. But that was the good thing with the Cornerstones. If you could prove uh, that they were feasible technically and also fit in the financial boundary, uh, then they would be done. And it was just uh, open which launch year. But, uh, you know, that you have to to see how it was within the budget. And Therefore, it should have been launched in 2003, but Ariane, the new version of the Ariane 5 had a a failure just a couple of months before we should originally launch and then finally in the second of march uh, 2004 we launched it
0: in some respects that it's a project that is essentially someone's entire working life
1: no sure it's a big it's it's really a big chunk of my professional life where i work but also for others and you see it from the instruments that that was already one of the Things that had to be implemented, we knew that you know a lot of the PI's responsible for the instruments already. Some of them were older than I was, so we knew that they would retire, and uh, that was also part of the request for the proposals that they should put in how they see the how the the, the instruments could be supported over the years. That they knew that they would bring a new principal investigator in, that uh, the knowledge is preserved, which is a big problem with a mission that is. Ten years in flight because you have people building instruments, and they retire, or the, a lot of PhD students they finish their work, and then they go off to other things, and and then ten years later the instruments should work, and you want to do the data analysis. So this was one of the the key uh, issues we we really pointed out in the beginning that the teams should work on this one and knowledge management, and to see how you you know get uh, new guys in, which is not always easy when you have a, somebody who worked on the instrument uh, they don't say easily goodbye to it yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> now you must have been incredibly proud obviously when it finally it all happened and everything was safe how,
1: how much of a relief was that for you personally knowing that there could have been lots of things that could have gone wrong you see that is one thing that comes with this mission so in, in retrospect everything is great The thing work is another couple of days and then we can say oh we made it but the first thing is you know first of all to get it approved was, uh, I can tell you, a lot of people were nervous till we get the approval that we can go with the mission, even very, you know, senior guys. Uh, this is one thing where you had to push. Then to get the instruments uh, ready is another thing where you, as a project scientist, you are always there and uh, you have to kick people because you are sitting between the project team mm. and they want the instruments ready and then you have the scientists, oh, I could change this and I could do it better. and But there's a delivery date. Yeah. And as a scientist, you don't, you know, you are squeezed between the science community and the project, you know, because you you need to have the stuff ready. It has to be launched on time, and you don't want to fly a spacecraft that has not all the instruments on board. So this was the first thing, but that we we managed, and then it's always the launch. It's, uh, you know, it's nerve-wracking. And, uh, okay, we had uh, the hibernation was another point. We knew that uh, we would put in hibernation. Uh, we had done it shorter before, so we had a little bit of experience. But every, every spacecraft is different, and and then the stuff with the lander. Yeah, yeah. To, to get in orbit, the comet I perhaps was a little bit more optimistic than a lot of people. But to get the lander down and that it works was uh, another nerve-wracking stuff. And yeah, I, amazing, it's amazing, and I can tell you, I have followed that up for long, <laughs> I for many years, I and it was really. Uh, it was difficult, and you, know, you see, the, the lender was a consortium with so many people, and you get them all under control, which was not my task, but the guys from the lender team. But but you were sitting there; they had to be finished because you don't. We always said in ESA that this is like an instrument, yeah, yeah, which they didn't like. They thought it's one of the most important parts of the mission. But, very honestly and it's an important part yeah. but we always said it's like an instrument because we we are not controlling what's being no, done no, there yeah. and they did a I can say tremendous job to get it ready and working and it's it really worked yeah. and I can and I was so I really when it was down I said you know if they bring it down and it just works for two hours it was a big success Absolutely. and it worked the three the three days yeah. and it was the nominal yeah, mission they did Okay, they couldn't get the SAMs because of the site but uh, you know, to, to land on an object that you didn't know when you designed it, yeah, that is something you have to. I know, to imagine, it's difficult.
0: When it comes to the actual science of the mission, is the is the main goal uh, to sort of work out the origins of water on Earth? Was that was was that a kind of?
1: That was one of the goals. We, we you know we had uh, we had three main uh, objectives, and these are very general scientific objectives. Was one was. How comets work, yeah. because we study the comet. But this was not the main goal. The main goal was really to to study comets as primitive objects and get the link to the material we have, so to say, in in the universe. That uh, the, the dust we see there, how that the material, how that together to, to see the line. What was here in the beginning when the planets formed in the pre-solar nebula, 4.6 billion years ago. So that was the main thrust to from the composition and then from this so to say the bridge how life evolved on earth if we could learn something about this one and I think for all these things we could uh, we can say we learned a lot and I think there is much more coming out because I know that you know now we see the results and they are published as results but uh, you know to, to get so to say the big picture yeah. the synthesis of this how it fits together because right now we have picked we have things, results here and results there, and they're not really fitting together, and we have to see what that means. And this is, I think, it's, uh, it's it's really the next important step. And and also from here, I think there are fascinating stuff that we learned. I think that it goes far. We also see, so to say, in the measurements and in the images, we see uh, how the comet looks like, and that should give us and gives us, so to say, indication how... So the accretion process worked in the early solar system, and I think there is a lot of, right from this one, looking much more in detail there, yeah. there we, I think that's also a big step that we will get, how, where these, from the small cometesimals, how these things were growing, and also where it was uh, going, and I think there we have another, perhaps some dimension we might not have thought about when we uh, wow. thought about the mission, but that was, and uh, you know, that was 30 years ago. 30 years ago, for example, you didn't talk about exoplanets yeah. in that sense. Now you have the exoplanets. And what we do here with this, you know, to, to study asteroids and to study comets, is also important for exoplanet Absolutely. science. Yeah. Because you have to see how that stuff works there. Because you have a sun and you have planets around there. And they mm-hmm. must have grown uh, as well. And you, mu- you might also have something, or you will have something like an odd cloud around it. And this, you know, that we have in front of our door, <laughs> yeah. and then the other stuff is is far away. So I think there we have also quite some implication. And another point I say sorry to, yeah. is, you know, we now speak about the Kaube Belt and the Oort Cloud, that we have two different... The Kaube Belt was in the literature, came about in the early 80s, was just when we started to work on this one. And I think I have the, I have the impression now, following up what happens, that we might change that picture again you know there are some new models from but dynamics and also what we learn from comets. that perhaps that's slightly different uh, classes of objects there and yeah, uh, that yeah. we d- that burps is uh, it's another nomenclature another we need another yeah. domain that yeah. we need
0: okay that's amazing what, if there's one aspect of the project the whole mission yeah that got you really excited what was the, what was the, what would you say was the best day or best moment of the whole Rosetta mission
1: no, I would I would say in retrospect I think the, the best moment one of the best was really the lander going down this is because this was everybody was excited about it and I think that was I think there we demonstrated <laughs> really what we can do in yeah. Europe how to build it and I'm, I think we should be proud as Europeans and it's not only that the lander goes but also what was before to do the whole flight dynamics you know the team in, in ESOP did a tremendous job. And you know, we didn't know the comet a couple of months before. We had, you know, pixel-sized stuff, and then getting close, get these wonderful images, and and derive from these images all the the data and all the stuff we needed to get the lander down and then implement it. I think that was that was phenomenal. And from the science, if you would ask, I think what we did, uh, the composition of the comet, all this, the zoo of uh, of molecules we got, which they're still coming. I think that is one of the great stuff that we have. That congratulations, yeah, Fabrizio. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah it is, I'm proud to be proud
1: to be European. <laughs> no, no, no yeah, <laughs> yeah. even if there yeah. were also Americans yeah. involved, so yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they yeah, yeah. did that. It's it's right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, <there's>, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. thank you very yeah. much. No, no, because we were pushing it. Uh, that yeah. we have to say. Fantastic. Uh, thank you very much for taking the time. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Brilliant. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Did you get the car with the smell of the comet?